This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good afternoon. We are live. You are listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio, the show all about stuff, as you just heard. Antiques, collectibles, sports memorabilia, gold, silver, coins, and art. Anything you might have around the house that you're curious, it might have some special value. Now is the time to call in. 416-360-0740. Here in studio, we have Paul Kenny and Bogard Kenny. You may know them from the TV show Storage Wars Canada. They have found fame and fortune, finding value in items most people overlook. And this show is all about your stuff. Again, call in if you'd like a free evaluation of whatever you might have. And good afternoon. Everyone made it in on time. Not bad. Just got off a plane. He oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should say we have Bogart back. He was what in, in east, in far east. Where were you? I was in Thailand, and it was a long flight, but worth it. Twenty it hours, it. is that right? Twenty hours to yeah, fly back. The last day, yeah, with connections and everything, it was about twenty hours. Wow. Got a little bit of tan, you know, a little bit of good experiences. See, I'm always worried to travel to the Far East because I feel like that flight would kill the whole experience. I was like, hey, yeah, Thailand was great. And I'd have I'd be so miserable on the flight that it would ruin. I'd say never go. I'd never going back. 20 hours is crazy. But hey, I can say I went to Asia. Can you say that? No. (laughs) No pain, no gain. There's actually truth to that. Have you gone? No, I haven't gone. He wouldn't He's take me. He's barely been out, out of Canada. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, Ben, wait until you taste the food in Thailand. But you're just saying it in general. Okay. I no. see. I see. I, when Bogart got married, he wouldn't take us on his honeymoon. We ended up going to Oktoberfest instead. And he ended up on his honeymoon. I can't believe that. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to invite my parents to the honeymoon. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, that might kill some of the effect of... A little bit of the mood, you know. Yeah. Possibly. No, but we had a good time over there. and Things over in Europe are... We had a lot of fun. That's the best way. I knew I was in the right place when the floor, when the tables and the chairs were nailed to the floor. Oh, whoa. Was it just your table, though? No. Every, everyone's table, actually. No, they didn't know we were coming. But and it was just everyone having a great time and everything like that. Like rough stuff? That's like a roadhouse. Wasn't where the tables nailed to the floor in the movie Roadhouse? We were in Germany, and everything was very, very organized. Okay. Everyone was singing, having a great time. No fights. It was like being at a Leaf game where, where the Leaf won. With the oh, Leafs won. big celebration. Everyone was huge, happy, and very drunk, and no fights. <laughs> and it's just, and everyone's singing. They were singing all sorts of uh, songs I didn't even know about. But, yeah, because uh, they're singing in German. But that was part of the problem. Yeah, but I, 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 I understood the ambience. The ambience was good because I was drunk, too. <laughs> but you were in town this week working hard at the store, and for those wondering, this is Consignment Heroes. The store yep. location is 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill, just north of Major Mac. Yep. Uh, busy week? What kind of week was it? Oh, a couple of things happened this week. Actually, I bought something. I bought a collection. A lady brought a little box. It was only two inches by two inches, all full of miniatures. And sometimes I get stumped on stuff. Then she says, did you look inside the little gray box? And I says, okay, yeah, there's, a little, there's an apple seed in there. Okay, did you look inside the apple seed? Wait okay. a second, so is this like dollhouse furniture? What am I looking at here? There are 10 animals in the sides of, inside that. I know oh we're on God. radio right now, but I want our, our visitors, I mean our uh, listeners, to picture an apple seed and think yeah. of 10 carved ivory animals inside of that. That's insane. How do you get it open? We're not going to open it no, here. No, yeah. open I don't want to lose them. No, but it's just something like there's. Oh my! This is like splitting an atom. Okay, oh so God. he just opened up something about the size yeah, the of size a carved of... apple seed, and there's little shapes of animals inside. Yeah. So oh, yeah. That every awesome. week people are bringing in neat stuff. I mean, it's, and it's, we're trying to find out what the prices are. You know, like. But we also had um, a couple of house calls this week, and actually, I want to bring up a point here. Someone we went to a house call where something was appraised about. 
I'm going to say eight or nine years ago. And the appraisal was, this is something that we try and be fair. We work on percentages. And the person who appraised it, they appra- everything that was good in the house got appraised low. Everything that was in between not as good was appraised high. Interesting. And I said, no. I said, this is where, because they obviously wanted to buy the stuff that they appraised low and let the person keep the stuff that was appraised high. And just say, or so you think that might have been this, the the deal sort of but, thing. But luckily, this person didn't give in to it. You know, they said, "No, I think there's a problem." And this is why I go back to always getting two appraisals. You're selling your stuff once, get it appraised twice. Yeah, I'd like us to be one of the appraisers, but in this case here, it's going to make a it's going to make a difference of thousands and thousands of dollars. And oh also, my God! I just thought of the name for your next store. What? Second appraisal. So, <laughs> Okay, that's, right that's next it. door, right? That's right, right next door. <laughs> right next door. No, well, this week, uh, three people, last week we told people if you're going to these road shows or these people who work in hotels and they go to a legion and tell you about something, three people called up and each one of the people, one person we saved, we paid them almost $1,000 more than what they were going to get at the other place. Interesting. One was $300, one was $900 So obviously more. not all appraisals are equal, like the one you were just suggesting. It's like, oh, uh, that old Picasso, 80 bucks. That Ikea couch from 10 years ago, $4,000. I'll take the painting off your hands. Yeah. That's almost what this was like. And this is where you really have to trust the people. Like, and I always say that on, on something's a dollar, we're not working on 20 points. But if something is... Uh, $10,000, I'm willing to work on 20 points or 30 points on it and give our best shot because the more the customer gets, the client gets, the more I'll get. You know what I mean? Fair enough. We're not yeah. looking to buy – I'm not looking to buy a uh, $5,000 item for $200. That's not our style. I'd rather the customer get some more money. I, we're not looking to retire today. I'd like my actually my wife wants me to, but <laughs> don't think about it too much. Yeah. Don't think about it too <laughs> yeah. much. But we want it, we want we work on percentages, and that's what makes the difference. And like we tell people, like yesterday, I was in a house, and I said, "Well, these cups and saucers actually are going to be worth a hundred, two hundred dollars each, type of thing." Oh, they okay. were amazed. They they thought the cabinet it was in, which I didn't like. The, each cup and saucer was worth more than the cabinet was worth to me. Oh, and they thought the cabinet was the big special yeah. item. Oh, and I'm I looking see. and says, no, the cups and saucers are here. Interesting. Okay. You know, well, so, and markets change fast. I mean, a lot of people, you know, old oh, yeah, comic no, book no. collectors go, wait a second, I have 200 old comic books. And they're like, yeah, but they're all, they're yeah. zero. You thought they were valuable. It's yeah. zero. No, just because something's old doesn't make it You have to have people who want something. And that's what we do is we connect people who want the stuff with the people who want to sell the stuff. Okay, which I also want. I know people are out there wanting to buy gold and silver, and this is another thing. It says you get you're buying the stuff. If you're getting five hundred ounces, like a, ma- a box of maples, yeah, from the Royal Canadian Mint, five hundred ounces. Our neighbor sells them for five hundred dollars more than we do. The exact same product. It's if you're buying silver. And I'm not saying same same product can be silver. We're saying exactly you can buy Royal Canadian Mint maples off us. For $500 less per mm. box than my neighbor who's on the other side of the wall. He's got a great big fancy store. He's got – we have an unfair advantage over him. We don't have his overhead. Yeah. Okay. And I use that. We just say, yes, we can sell. And they ask, how can you sell it so cheap? And I says, because we don't have my neighbor's overhead. I didn't have to build an 8-foot, 40-foot wall that cost $40,000. <laughs> okay. I didn't this is have the Hatfields and the McCoys panning out up here, by the way. Yes, yes. okay. I'm not saying. It's just – we're, we try and be fair. Everyone likes to make a little bit of business. I don't have to have all the money in the world. I just want part of it. Yeah, and people are going, wait, wait what's silver maples? It's one ounce pure Canadian silver. silver. And the reason it's so renowned internationally is because it is 9999% silver. And I think even the American stuff is like 999 or 9995 yeah, yeah. or something no, like that. Some of that. but It's, it's also- the purest, so it's recognized anywhere around the world. People love it. Well, no, also in the United States, they're buying eagles, which are the same as our maples. But they look cool, yeah. They look cool, but they cost you $1.50 more. Yes. Well, and if you're talking about silver content, it's better in Canada. The money you can't get, you'll always get your silver money back from us. We're buy, when we, when you, have, you have to think about when you're buying it, and you have to think of when you're selling it. And the more money you put into the premium, that's the money you're going to have a hard time getting back. People will pay you for the silver in different degrees, but the, the premium money... If you pay $8 an ounce for something, you ain't getting that back. So whether you have 
old coins, gold coins, silver coins, art, furniture, teacups, whatever you think you might have around the house that, that might have a special value. Maybe it's an old heirloom that's been floating yep. around generation to generation. You want to get a quick appraisal? This is the show to have it done. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's toll-free. Call us at 1-866-740-4740. As you get to the phone lines. Oh, we, I was going to say one other thing. I, I said it last week that everyone's got a little lottery win in their basement. Not everyone. Some, oh, yeah, some are losing yeah. tickets. But that guy who's got the real big one, it's, going, it's worth them coming to see us. I was going to say one thing that always surprised me on the show when people go, they go, oh, you know, I saw I saw the Beatles back in whenever. And you go, do you have the ticket stub? Yeah. Because there is this apparently budding market for even ripped ticket stubs from big time shows back in the day. And all of those stars came through Canada. The question is, oh, yeah, are the stubs around? You were talking about Opeechee uh, uh, hockey cards or baseball cards or whatever it is. You're saying the factory was in London, Ontario. Ontario. Yeah. London, Ontario. And they supplied Opeechee cards to the world. The, I know peachy hockey cards are known everywhere around the world. The old uncut sheets. We had an uncut sheet of uh, an uncut sheet of Gretzky's. Everyone talks about the Gretzky card. The uncut sheet. That's when you get uh, 132 cards, which came right out of the factories as well. Sure. That's worth about fifteen thousand dollars. But you're saying that you love that a lot of the stuff that was made in Canada yeah. has never really been discovered. And Canadian artifacts, or Toronto artifacts specifically, think of all the great stuff, old signs, old advertising. We've had people call in saying, oh, I have an early shot of, like, Nathan Phillips Square being built. Any interest? And it's like, what? Yes, of course. Yeah. Well, what are your, you're never going to find it again, you know? Well, you know the Elma Combo? They've yeah. Bought, they bought They're going to refurbish it, I understand. Yes. They're bringing it back to life. And I think that's fantastic. Elma Combo? The Elma Combo. The Elma Combo. This is before, okay, Bogart. Not really. No, the Elma Combo is still, like, you know, it was a famous place, yeah. Yeah. You don't, it's yeah, music. Sure, we I have know. so much history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're beyond him. Okay, we'll take a call. Okay, we'll go to Mike in East York. Mike, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio. Well, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. Um, I've received a couple uh, very handsome uh, figurines from a friend's estate. Uh, they're from Russia. Two of them are polar bears. One of them is a weasel, and the information I can get from the polar bears is Lomonosov, I believe is the correct uh, pronunciation, it's L-O-M-O-N-O-S-O-V, What's and the weasel is the white polar fox weasel. But it is, um, and they're made in Russia? They're made in Russia. But the word is in English, or that's not no, an English that's word? that's just what I was able to find on the internet. Hmm. We I'd just received them. Uh, somebody offered a lot of money, but the person who was trying to sell them said, no, let's give it to a family member instead of doing that. That's, are you the family member who got them? I'm the family member who was fortunate enough to get them. <laughs> what, what are they made out of? Sorry, what was the name again? Um, L-O-M-O-N-O-S-O-V. Yeah. yeah, and it's porcelain figurines, right? Oh. Yes. Yeah, they date back, I think, some of the earlier ones that we're seeing is 1936, but like... There's not some, unless there's something really special about the ones you have, it's like regular values yeah. for a nice figurine, say 50 yeah. bucks or whatever. That's what we're seeing online. Okay, okay. That's kind of what I was thinking of. I wasn't thinking that they'd be huge amounts of money, but it was interesting to find out. No, but there are figurines from the 20s and 30s and a lot from Europe that are worth a lot of money. What do you mean a lot of money? What are we talking here? 1000 2000 3000 We just sold Per a fig- figurine? Figure. We just sold one, the, the one of the Austria ones, we sold it for $1,250. Really? And it was cracked. Wow. And it was repaired. Wow. And it was still, we sold it for that kind of money. And they still liked it because quality always does sell. Figurines, Roll Dalton, everyone thinks figurines, they think Roll Dalton's. Roll Dalton's are not very good. They don't, we don't, I mean, shouldn't say. People put out $300. So when we offer $30 or $35 because we're going to sell for $65, we're trying to be nice to them. And if someone brings me in 100 of them, I'm almost... Not looking forward to it because it's going to be a long, as I call the never-never plan for selling them. We still take them from people because they, have, they don't want to take them with them. They can't have room in their new condo. But they're, the collectors are scattered around the world. And there's, not, there's more Daltons around than there are collectors. Wow. And yeah, this that is the problem. And, but everyone will take them at a, at a price, at a deal. They'll still buy some. But that's how we work it. But there's other figurines that are worth a thousand, two thousand, three thousand art figurines, um, bronzes. I, that's why we have to see it. 
you know, and paintings. Like we were in this house this week, and some, some one painting is going to be fifteen thousand dollars. You know, oh. I want to sell for, and actually it'll sell at fifteen thousand. Okay, and I want to sell at fifteen thousand because they'll be happy because they thought it was worth a thousand. I'll be happy because I'll be taking my commission on it. And the customer who buys is going to be happy because they're going to be taking up space on their wall in their new condo. That's right. Yeah, well, that is a big challenge. Even my parents, they ended up, I think they on both sides, they inherited a bunch of Royal Daltons. And for a while, they kept them in, like, shelves with lighting. And then they ended up in the basement. And I said, whatever happened? They go, I don't know. Spent a lot of time packing them up. But, like, I don't think that they have a lot of value. No, you know? no. And that could be a lot of people, right? They go, well, I have this collection of Royal Daltons. Certainly that'll cover my uh, gambling debt from the weekend or whatever. No, it might not. You know, it won't who even knows? cover a facial. No. <laughs> <laughs> Our next caller, by the way, is Jim in Brantford. Jim, how are you? Welcome to Consignment Heroes. Hi, it's uh, Jim in Brantford, uh, first-time caller. Good how to have you. you. The whole and, former uh, home in I Massive have a, uh, an old uh, Macy sectional bookcase. And it's identified with uh, Canada Furniture Manufacturing in Toronto. It made out of oak, or yeah, uh, yeah, I think it uh, would be. I don't know what it's uh, the wood, but um, you see a lot of them in law offices and their conference rooms. And yeah, and it has the uh, the, the door in front in good in good condition. The glass. Uh, yeah, yeah, and this one as well has on the bo- the base of it. Um, a drawer that pulls out. Yeah, yeah. No, they made them for offices, like you said, and because there was a lot of offices, uh, there was a lot of them around. But they sell. They used to sell for five, six hundred a section, and now they're probably down to about a hundred, two hundred dollars a section. Well, I was going to say the one that he's describing is probably they range in price from really a hundred dollars to ten thousand dollars, depending on how ornate they are. You're saying yeah. the top shelf has glass, the bottom has a uh, a pullout drawer. Yeah, it's a five section uh, glass uh, uh, front. Uh, uh, case and um, it's got the uh, top on it as well. It's in uh, a separate piece. And At auction, um, the bottom has a uh, the base and it has a um, drawer on it. And the measurements and size, you know, the best thing to do is have Paul actually look at the images from it. You can take pictures on your phone or whatever and e- email them to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. But there is value there, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And size. If you're sending me the picture, send me the size because they came in different sizes. Yeah. I'd like to see yeah, the face. this is quite tall. Oh, each section because they can even be sold. If someone only needs four sections, they just sell one. And this is the nice thing about these. You just keep on building and adding to them and taking away from them. But okay, if, great. If I'll they're made out of oak, it's better. What was in these? Was there a lot of good books or they were, they were all empty? I emptied them all out, and uh, I, I donated them uh, at St. Uh, Paul's de Vincent. Oh, all the books? St. Okay. Vincent de Paul. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, no, uh, the, the books are all gone. What kind of shape is the wood in? Does it need to be refinished, or is it in? No, no, it's in uh, reasonably good finish. Yeah, most people just like Good shape. Okay. Yeah. This is where you put nice books, right? You don't want to keep your uh, no, Police collection. Academy DVD collection in there. You want to put something nice in there. So we're not bolting this to the ground. No, 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 okay. no. <laughs> just, just checking. So the answer no. is uh, prob- potentially a lot of money, but obviously condition and, and the, the size of these things, how many sections you have, how much room does it fill, because who knows, that lawyer who's decorating his office or her office right now, they might say, I need eight feet, and I won't deal with anything but Macy's sectional bookshelves. And then you got a great client. But you have to take a picture and send it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. If you're listening right now, you go, oh, I have something in the basement, in the backyard, in the garage, I'd like to have uh, Paul look at. Click a picture, send it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Thanks for the call. If you would like a uh, quick estimate, or maybe you're selling your entire house and its contents, yes. you can also get an estimate for that and uh, an estimate on any good you might have around the house that you think might have some special value. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's one 866 740 Four seven forty. Our next caller is Jack in Mississauga. Jack, welcome to the show. Hello, Paul. Welcome home, Bogey. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Twenty-hour <laughs> marathon. Uh, I'll do it again. <laughs> Paul, if I came to your store and I'd like to purchase gold as a present, yep. And you didn't want to buy the coin. What other form can you purchase it in? You can buy the the most economical way is one ounce wafers from Royal Canadian Mint or RC uh, or JM or Engelhart. Uh When you get to the smaller sizes, 
they actually charge, like if you one ounce, the premium's around $50 over whatever the price of gold is that day. Uh-huh. But if you buy a quarter of an ounce or a, say a 10 gram, you end up almost paying the same $50 in premium because people want the smaller amounts. They pay a higher premium. Oh, okay. And when you're going to sell it, one ounce is the most easy to sell all the time. So, yeah, there's quotes on that every day but around it is, the world. Uh, yeah. I know that's what, if you're buying it as a present, that might be more than you would want to buy. But you can buy one gram. Yesterday, a person, it was funny in the store, somebody brought in a gram of gold and a gram of silver. Before <laughs> they left the store, someone says, oh, I want those. Yeah, they're, they're going to be like little half, very thin chiclets would be the size of it. Oh, right? no, they're yeah. very, very small. They're, uh, yeah, about the size of your fingernail. Yeah. But it was kind of funny. And then someone else came, he's walking out and someone else you bought those, and this is, you snooze, you lose. Well, they come sometimes they come in hard plastic packages, and it sort of details when it was made, where it was made. All oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of a nice romantic-looking package, even a one-gram piece of gold. I like the little But ones. wait, Jack, were you talking more about like uh, like an 18-carat bracelet or necklace or something uh, like that? More, more like, uh, well, the the Canadian coin, the, the one you were referring to, what's that called when you buy The maple. Oh, yeah. a Canadian maple. They call maple. it that because there's a big maple leaf on the one side. Yeah. So, yeah, I was thinking more along that line. The other thing you can buy, we, we get on an ongoing basis, but it comes into a tax problem. With, there was no sales tax on gold or silver. Okay? Oh, okay. If it's 999 pure, and this is what I try and tell people as well, but if you're buying, <coughs> oops, should have done that. If you're buying a, well, you remember those $100 coins that came out from the Royal Canadian Mint around 1977? They come out from the Olympics. They come in little. Blo- they come in the little um, little booklets, little leatherette cases, yep. and they have the coin in the middle, a little certificate. Well, some of those are half ounce and quarter ounce. There was tax on those. So oh. when they come in, I buy them from people. We pay a high percentage. We're buying them every day because my neighbor pays ten percent less than I do on those. So people bring them in. We actually don't sell them to people because if we sell them to people, they have to pay tax. We melt them. Mm. We. I'm gonna have to cough here for a second. Okay, good information. Thanks for the help. Tons of different products. Tons of beautiful products, too, right? No, a lot of it comes in, but it's actually, I recommend, actually, someone has these products. If they have the the little leatherette cases of gold and silver in the Olympic sets, bring them in. If you're going to give them to your grandkids for later on down the road, turn them, for the amount of money involved here, turn them into 999 bars. There is no tax on them at all. And there's no problem in selling them. So right away, 13% sale on these items. Yeah. That's how you can look at it, basically. And that's 13 When I talk about premiums, that's 13% you are never getting back. Unless you think the government's going to come to your door, knock on, say, you guys overpaid for this gold. <laughs> yeah. Here's some money. Well, that happens every day in Canada, right? Yeah. Well, Here's some taxes money back for yeah. you. No, no. This is important. I, and I want to recommend, people have these at home, and they want to know, because some of these, the two coins look almost identical. One's a half ounce and one's a quarter ounce. And this is what on some of these road shows, they don't tell you. They'll just say, oh, that's a stack of gold and they're all quarter ounce. You've got two half ounce coins in there. All of a sudden, that's $800 more that's in your pocket that you are not getting by not getting the second opinion on it. And that's why you need an expert or two yes. experts to have a look at them. Yeah. You guys. And we, we try and be transparent. You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. More of your calls. Do you have a special item you think has some maybe special extraordinary value? Maybe an old heirloom, maybe a piece of art. Maybe it's an old piece of farm equipment that's been sitting in your living room as a decoration. Maybe it's an old leather jacket from the early 1900s. Maybe it's a comic book collection, old playing cards. If you have anything that you want an assessment on for free right now, live on the radio, you can give us a call, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. We'll be right back. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. 
Having cabinets built by New Generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zoomer Radio at the Zoomerplex in Liberty Village. I'm Ben Mercer here with Paul Kenny and his son Bogart, two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada. They've found fame and fortune finding value and things that uh, a lot of people just plain overlook. So that's what the show's all about, identifying some of the I, maybe old, maybe new, but rare and special items around your house or somehow in your life, maybe out in your yard. Who knows? Uh, our next caller, by the way, is Bob in Mississauga. Bob, welcome to the show. Well, hi guys. Enjoy your show. Thank it's you. Great to have you. I've got this really, really. Sorry, let me turn that. I've got this really, really old. Uh, it's an electrolyte standard lamp. It's like a pedestal lamp. It's silver. It weighs about ten pounds, and it's got a model airplane on top of it with a light inside of it. Oh, those are cool. And okay. It's, and it's got the original sticker on it. It's, it's an LL fifty-eight thirty S six, and it's made in Toronto. Okay. And how tall is it? And is um, it, it's got propellers? Yes. And the little light still is the original inside. It still works. So I can know any anyone who has a Cessna or likes flying goes, what? Uh, I'll buy it right now. It's like a DC-3 or something on top. It's I would say it's uh, the plane's about 12. The wingspan's about 12 inches. Is it an ashtray or just an a, just a light? No, it's a, it's a pedestal lamp with so it's it's got a it's got a pretty big silver base which is about uh, 10 inches in diameter. Then it's got this piece of marble. Then it's got a, a stem, which is all silver, and then it's got a, uh, a, a sort of a tra- uh, like a, a tray underneath the uh, underneath the airplane. What make is it? It's Electrolite Standard Lamp, made in Toronto. Hmm. Okay, now I know the the air the ashtrays with that. With that this, I'm thinking about that. Hopefully, I'm getting the right picture here. This is not an ashtray. And no, I but the ashtrays sell for five six hundred dollars. It used to. I'm oh, you're saying alone, yeah. The light, is it what, is it all silver or is there like a blue glass inside? No, is it's it? all silver. Hmm. It's, I'm, I'm sure it's silver plated, right? Oh, silver plated, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's heavy. It's about 10, 10, 10 pounds. Okay. I'm trying to pick, pick, pull up an image of it. I'm I know it's that. older than me. I'm 59, and I know it's always been around. I think that my wife's uncle, who has a pilot, has got a beautiful Mooney, I believe he's got two of these lamps in his living room. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's put them out in his new house, but he had them in his old house. I do recognize them. This is almost like a, you're saying at the top of the lamp, right, on top of it sits a little, like it looks like a DC-9, a big silver one? Yeah, but this isn't really a lamp because there's only a little light inside of it, so it doesn't really, it doesn't really make light to light up a room. Right. Just the light is inside, to, inside the actual airplane. I can tell you there's going to be a huge market for it if it's in yeah, good shape. Yeah, yeah. No, no. There's no rust on this, so I'm assuming it's made out of something that, that didn't rust. Right, chrome plated I think of the ones I see with the blue light, and there's a blue light inside it, and maybe I'm visualizing the wrong thing here. I would like to see a picture of it. Um, I'm going to see if the ashtray is going for five, six. I would say the lamp is probably between $500 and $800. Now that you're talking about, about ashtrays, I have this old ashtray where it's where you press the, the handle and it spins. Yeah, yeah. Are those just... Walmart, I mean, sorry, the Woolworths, nineteen fifty nine, dollars uh, $4 to $5, because no one's, not as many people are smoking anymore. <laughs> I know but, this is like made in China or made in Japan. Oh, yeah. But I'd love to see the lamp. Um, that kind of thing is, is a decorator's delight. There's going to be someplace they're going to put this. I just don't have a picture of it. That's yeah. what you're talking about. So we just called yeah, up the ashtray. with the. This is like a maybe a 16-inch yeah, prop plane and they on were made in the thirties. They're made on a white metal. Or and they're spectacular. They yeah. look great. Yeah, this is actually made in Toronto, and it's actually etched in, like they've actually written it in underneath the uh, underneath one of the uh, like the um, uh, the mid shelf. Okay. Anyways, I just thought I'd call it. It's, it's kind of cool. But you don't want to sell it, do you? you I can just I, tell. What am I going to use it for? Huh? What am I going to use it for? Oh, you want to sell it? Well, yeah. you know, I mean, I call me tomorrow. Call in me the tomorrow. Dark corner for a long time. I can either do it two ways. If I can't get an immediate price on, I can get do, do it on consignment. And the more money you make, the more money I make. How's that? Why don't I try to email you a picture of it in the near future? Sales? You know what? Do it right now so we can see it while, while the show's still going here. Unfortunately, you know, I used to be in, I, in IT, and I'm really low-tech. Low I don't even have a cell phone. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, that's a fall from grace. Okay. Wow. And I don't even have internet at home anymore. Oh, Wait, God. so you're talking to us on a landline? Yes. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow, that's amazing. Other that they or still a payphone, have right? Where else would you be? I would like to get rid of this landline. I'm just getting charged through the nose through it for nothing. I know, I know. It's, but anyways, thanks, guys. Enjoy your show. I was going to say, uh, so, Rob, you want to send the email when you eventually, you know, have a phone yeah. around you. Send it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. And you can call Paul tomorrow at the store. He says he wants to hear from you. It's 905-737-GOLD. That's 905-737-GOLD. Just one other thing. You were talking about, like, um, like silver coins, Canadian coins. Isn't yep. it against the law to, like, damage Canadian money? No. You can uh, actually melt those coins down? No, there are licenses. I do everything legally. Uh, there are. I only deal with... Uh, licensed melters. There's only three of them. And most of the the silver coins will go up to the Royal Canadian Mint. Now, sometimes we'll sell it by bags. People who want to invest in it, they'll say, I want $100 worth of Canadian silver dollars, and they can buy them off us. We do that as well. But it is not illegal to melt gold coins. Silver coins. Or silver coins. But if you did it yourself, no one's going to know that they're 80%. So what happens is, is I know that the government doesn't make any bad, doesn't make a mistake when they're giving us silver coins. I know if they're before 1966, they're going to be 80 percent. In 1967, they're going to be 50 to 80 percent. In 68, they're going to be uh, 50 percent. And before 1919, they're nine, they're nine two five. They're actually made out of sterling. Wow! Don't melt them yourself, sir. Right, bring them to us. You will get top dollar from us. If we can tell exactly what it is. Hey, how many people just have a blowtorch at home and are going to melt silver? But some people... Yeah, no, a lot I've, of people do. <laughs> a lot of people, people do. I've had people who've done this. And I said, no, now I have to go and remelt it. And it's going to cost 85 more dollars. Right. So now they're saying they're with a molten hunk of metal saying, no, it's 80% silver. And you go, oh, yeah, I believe you. Yeah. And you can't get a great... Even if you, you know, put the laser gun on it, it's not yeah, always no. going to be dead on accurate. Mm-hmm. So... You can bring them in to us, anything before, and we will pay them. You can call us up. People call us all the time. They say, call me up at uh, 647, or you can call my other cell number, 647-298-8989, and I will tell you at that second exactly what we're paying you. So there's no guess, and you don't have to worry. If you tell me you have 19, if you have $100 in, in quarters, I will pay you $1,210. And you, there's no guessing about it, okay? All right, thanks for the call. And uh, obviously the store is always there for you. It's yep. located at 10,341 Young Street. Our next caller is going to be Charlie in Toronto. Charlie, welcome to Consignment Heroes. You're live on Zuma Radio. Uh, yes, I was. I have a, a 1996 Atlanta Olympics Coca-Cola watch. Okay. And I was just wondering if it had any value at all. Uh, who made a lot of the Olympic stuff, it's, it's probably 10 to $15 online. They probably made a lot of it, unless it, it's not a gold one or anything like that. Um, uh, people collect Olympics, but they mainly collect the pins. And then you see people trading back and forth or the ticket stubs to the actual games. Mm. So you're just so sold on the ticket stubs. No, because they're actually people, it's what people don't think is worth money sometimes is worth money. Like the, when the Jays won the last World Series, that ticket stub goes for about $100. And I was going to say there's a 1996 Coca-Cola Olympics watch in new condition on eBay right now for $9.99, and it's got a letter of authenticity you know, that yeah. came with the watch originally. Yeah. So maybe you find the right buyer. Maybe it's an interesting – maybe they made 10,000 of them and you have the only ones that are in pink. Then maybe no. you got something. But other than that, it's a tough market. The Olympics are a relatively um, popular event, and there's a lot of people who go there. And yeah. there's a number of hucksters around sen- selling Olympic stuff. No. Ralph is our next caller on Consignment Heroes. Ralph in Toronto, you're live. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much. What do you got, man? I've got uh, 1931 gold sovereigns. Mm. Um, they... <laughs> Paul almost spit out his coffee there. You heard him. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they're not in mint condition. Yeah, but... But they they in good condition. What would the value of a coin like that be? I'm gonna tell you right now, sixteen twenty times point two three five four. Uh three eighty one times point nine five. I see the word burning. I'm paying three hundred and sixty two dollars and twenty eight cents. As a minimum. 
as a minimum, as long I don't care what condition they're in because that's so much gold is in them. Yes. Collector value, they're not going to be that strong unless you get uh, early mint marks. You get the Canadian mint marks, or you get uh, Perth. Like sovereigns are made in Australia. Sovereigns are made in South Africa. They're made in India. They're made in Canada. A lot of people don't realize this, but and the gold England, value. I think they're also made in England. And they're made in England, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, I, think, yeah, well, I think these are English. Okay. Underneath uh, the dragon, you'll see a little letter, and that'll tell you what the mint mark is. But right now in the store, we're paying $362 per sovereign. Okay. And half sovereigns, which are half the size, would be $181. No, these, these are sovereigns. Yeah. And yeah. Wait, Ralph, did you look at the mint mark? Is there a letter? Well, I've got them in the security box. I don't have them at home. Yeah, uh, how, it's a good thing to own gold. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is, it is gold. Yes. Yeah, yeah, no, but they might—they're worth taking a look at because they might have some sovereign. They might have some mint marks that are good. If they're all nineteen thirty-one, okay. But if you have a couple of Canadian ones, a couple of Canadian ones are worth fifteen hundred dollars. Now you're talking. Is because there a particular year that's like more valuable? Uh, early sovereigns. Uh, we have we have them in the store right back to seventeen ninety-one. So are those right. If it's in mint no. condition and graded in, yeah. in in case, then you've got the what they yeah. call the numismatic value. But you're just talking about straight gold value. You're looking straight at about 400 bucks. Yeah. And 99% of them are just straight gold value because they made a lot. Next. Ralph, thanks for your phone call. And, of course, the store is located at 10,341 Young Street. If you ever want an in-person appraisal or show-and-tell sort of scenario rather than just over the phone, you can go to 10,341 Young Street. That's in Richmond Hill, just north of Major Mac. But they have to some it's best to call to make sure I'm there that day because sometimes we're out people call us out for house calls and stuff like that and I don't like people getting mad there we have staff there at all times who can take care of stuff but sometimes you have to leave it there until I get back oh so you want your ex if you want Paul's expert eye then call ahead to the store 905 737 gold and then book an appointment I guess to make sure you're not out at another call yes. Our next caller is Sylvia in Markham. Welcome to the show. You're on Consignment Heroes Live on Zoomer Radio. I have a, a small collection of old records. Okay. Uh, they all seem to be in, in pretty good condition, but I don't uh, you know, have any method of even playing them at this point in time. Um, the first one that seems like the biggest treasure is an original Enrico Caruso record. Okay. And nope. it's called A Dream, and the company is Victrola. Yep. On, um, is, is it a 78 or an album? Most oh, of, it's a 78. Yeah. When people, when people call me with 78s, um, jazz, blues, and country western yeah. sell. Uh, your Caruso, your... I thought uh, I heard that totally the opposite. You're saying the jazz, country, and what? They do sell? I would have guessed it would have been the exact opposite. Okay. I like I like both country and western. So watch yourself. No, no, I didn't here. mean it like that. I would just say like one is a more obscure market. And if you said, oh well, it's just you know middle of the road Rolling Stones, Beatles stuff, that does the best. But no. No, no, no. In '78s, the Beatles weren't around. In oh 78s. right. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so now the '78s, like someone brought in some yesterday, some Hank Williams, some Elvis Presley, Johnny Cash on Sun. That and it depends on the record, plus the label it's on. What mainly sells in records is your albums, your 33s, your rock and roll, your jazz and blues, starting around 1960. And that's where the collector market is a lot so of it. So what's the price roughly for that then? The 78s, they can range anywhere from a dollar to 200 but the $200 are far and f- they're You have to be in perfect condition for those to sell. Rock and roll, people actually bring them home and play them. Mm. So they're willing to buy them for $5, 10 $15. So hmm. does this Enrico Caruso have any value? No. I um, To you it does, <laughs> but to me it will not. No exceptional value. No exceptional That's value. That's probably the best way to yeah, put it, yeah. Go. Yeah. It's, uh, they made a lot of them. He's very popular, and you, you know these 78s. How sturdy are these things? Yeah. These things are really sturdy, okay? Yeah. So a lot of them survived. Thank you very much for your call. Sylvia and Markham, thanks for your phone call. We're going to take a quick break here on Consignment Heroes. We are live and ready to take more of your phone calls after a little short message here. Our phone number, 416-360-0740. That is live to the studio right now. If you'd like an assessment on something you think in your home or in your life might have some extraordinary value, we'll be right back. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. 
Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over 100 vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 30,000 square feet of it, selling antiques, collectibles, and the kind of neat stuff that Paul and Bogart love so much, they've been one of those 100 vendors for 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Grand Avenue and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live in the Zoomerplex. I'm Ben Mercer here with Paul Kenny and his son Bogart Kenny, two stars from Storage Wars Canada. They've found fame and fortune, finding hidden values or overlooked values in items all over the world. And you can call right now to find out uh, what items you have might have some special value. You can give us a call, 416-360-0740. Sorry to interrupt. What was that? No, I've got, I haven't got this guy. I have another plug for someone. It's a shameless plug. Oh, okay. That's okay. great. Because a lot of our clients out there need, if they're moving or shrinking down, they need boxes. And I've been using this guy for 30 years. Okay. It's a Mississauga Carton. So if you have paintings, like I use them this week. I need to ship some paintings. He has the ones, exact boxes I have, need. He's got, they're all new. They're as new, but they're used boxes. So they're cheaper. Like, don't so environmentally friendly. Environmentally friendly. Like, you know when you go to the post office and they sell you these boxes for $8? Yes. He sells you the same box for $1.10. That's pretty good. Okay. So if you're moving, you're buying 80 boxes. That's a big savings. And I've seen people, or, you know, the storage companies, they, they have the big stack of boxes and they're charging $8 and $7 and $6. Yes. You know, and by the want... time you get there and you need a box, you're like, isn't this a little exploitive? $19 for a box? Box. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and, and, you know. And we know after you've done using it, you might be throwing it away. But if you're going to move, or even if you're shipping stuff or anything like that, like uh, a TV, a picture, he's got all different sizes. He's got tubes. He's got bubble paper. He's got the bubble wrap. Oh, I love playing he's with those bubble wrap things. It's good. Stress it's relief. Awesome, yeah, just yeah. go there for the therapeutic reasons. <laughs> so so he's a good man. So where yeah. is his store? What's the name Miss, of it? It's Mississauga Carton. He's in Mississauga. Mississauga Carton? Cartons. Cartons. Oh, Sorry. Mississauga Cartons. Okay. And he's on Haynes Road at the Queensway. Okay. Okay. And just say that Paul sent you, so then he thinks that he... I'm going to tell him I actually mentioned his store. So I go there, I get 10 boxes, I say, put it on Paul Kenny's account? Is no, that what no, I do? no, no, don't do that. you still pay cash. Okay. But the money you're going to spend is going to be so little. And I also find that when I'm moving stuff, I want people get boxes, they get a free box, but if they're all different sizes, they're hard to stack. There you can get 20 boxes, all the same size, easily stack them up, and it's worth it just for that. Mississauga Carton on Haynes. Haynes Road in Mississauga, just by Cothra and the Queensway. Does he know that, that you're he's yes, probably going to flood of people right now and say, hey, I, I listened to the radio, I just heard. Where's well, my discount? No, no. <laughs> if you call in, but he, the big thing about him, he's got the different sizes, and that makes a big difference. Okay, go on to a call now. Back to the phone lines. Here's Catherine in Richmond Hill. Welcome to Consignment Heroes. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What do you got? I have a dual Wakemaster radio made in Canada, uh, Telecron movement, lullaby switch, and it's still working. I just wondered if there's any value in it. This is a jewel? Yes. I'm going to look it up right now because I don't know all my radios because there's so many of radios. them. Yeah, but you should know what that radio is. I know a guy on this campus who might have a good we idea. We know a guy, and his, his <laughs> museum is open on uh, Tuesday to Friday, 2 o'clock to 5, and it's Moses Eimer's TV museum, and he's got radios in there. And it's well. right here in Liberty Village at the Zoomer Radio Campus. If, he, if he's listening right now, I'm sure he can tell you to the penny what it's worth. Yes. Yeah. And I'm going to be, have to check on this one because I don't want to be wrong again. Okay. With Moses, yes. With yes. Moses, I He'll don't want know. to be... He'll know. The short answer is if you send us an email, we'll give you an exact quote. I'll get you an exact price on it. And it sounds like you know all the details on it, mm -hmm. and it's working, I take it, as well. Yes, it is. I had it playing. I actually had to shut it off because they asked me to turn it off when I, when I was speaking to you, you know? But right after... Oh, you're using it right now, you're saying? Right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
Well, this is why a lot of people have stuff at home they're using all the time, which is really great, you know. And don't forget to turn it back on after you, we well, after we don't that. give you your answer here. Okay. We're deferring okay. an exact answer. And I will have, what well, you said it was a jewel. What was the model number again? Uh, it's a Wakemaster. It's uh, made in Canada. I didn't give you the serial. Um, I don't. Yeah, it's a beautiful one. It's kind of got a brown and cream finish. Is that you? With a cream face with a clock on the front. Yes. Oh, I love these things. Yeah, okay. they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, oh, there's a little bit of tape over the serial number, but it ends in a 2-5. That's about all I can tell you. Oh, no, here's the serial number, 8070. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it right well, now. I love these. the number you want? Yeah, no, but they, they have them on right, right now. They seem to be selling between the $50 and $60 area. Okay. And that's from the United States, and that's uh, Canadian money. Okay. But sometimes, this is the thing is that eBay doesn't always get the best. Sometimes, in a shop, I would mm-hmm. expect this to sell for $100, $125 in a shop just because it's got the look. And the okay. knobs, even the knobs on this, like if you get an old fatter radio, the knobs can be worth a hundred dollars. Yeah, I was just gonna say really? replacement parts. It's oh, like the the, parts, yeah. the prices go through the roof. Can I bring it down to the store and show you? Yes, you can. Okay, I think I'll do that. That'd be a fun little trip. The store, by the way, is located at ten thousand three forty one Young Street in Richmond Hill. That's right. Okay. Now go back and turn on this radio and listen I'm to us. I'm gonna do it right now. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Bye. So, what was I, I, we ha- told the story before? But somebody called in with a fairly sophisticated classic record player slash radio system. Claire Tone. A Claire Tone. If you're, was it, was it a woman who called in? Do you recall her name? Yeah, I don't remember. She now. called in for a quote on a Claire Tone uh, record slash radio system, and we got an email from El Presidente, yeah. Moses Nimer, and we lost the person. But he said, I want that number. I might want to make an offer. If you're listening yeah. and that's you, call back. We'd like to have your number again. Yeah, yeah, no. And like I say, that was an education for us. That day, that was like yes. going. Cello shopping with Yo-Yo Ma. Exactly. That's exactly. exactly. We were there with Moses Eimer going through the TV museum. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a thrill for sure. Our next caller, by the way, is going to be Gloria in Kitchener. Gloria, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Hello. Hi. How are you today? Great. What do you got? That's good. I have 30 cups and saucers, and they go back to 75 to 80 years old. Okay. And they're Paragon and Nosegay and Royal Vale oh. and uh, Royal Stratford and Castle, Crownford, and Lord Nelson, that's some okay. of them, and they're, they're numbered, a lot of them are numbered. The main ones are going to be, uh, depending on how they look, lots, lots of gold, lots of flowers inside bowls. It actually goes on a cup and saucer by cup and saucer basis. Yeah. I actually have to see them. Now, one thing, and I did this the other day, someone brought in some cups and saucers, ding them with a pencil. Make sure they still ring. If they come up with a dull sound to them, yeah. like a thud, that means there's a crack in them. Don't bother about those. Okay. But if you ding it and it rings like a bell, yeah. it's still in good condition. Yeah. And those are what we'd like to see. Okay. Um, you can send me off pictures or um, call me tomorrow and we can go through them. Um, uh, I can tell you which ones look, which ones are no good. Like okay. uh, Queen Anne is generally not good. Paragon is good. Anything that's got little signatures inside the cups and saucers next to the flowers will be good. Okay. Anything that's commemorative might be good. But I have to, it's on a cut basis. I just sold one on my website today for $298, a Paragon. Amazing. Just one what cup it looks like? One nice? cup, no, I thought it was ugly. But it's rare and beautiful and craftsmanship and somebody has to have it, yeah. I know the person's not listening, so I can call it ugly because they're in California. <laughs> no, no, but they are paid me 290 No, they're in Australia. And uh, they're paying me $298 U.S., well, hey, you know? listen, if you got to have it, you got to have it, right? No, and it's ugly. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> but beautiful all at once. It's beautiful money. How's that? Okay. Fair enough. Robin in Stouffville, hang on the line. We're going to go to Enza in Toronto. Enza, welcome to Consignment Heroes. Hi. Good, morning, good afternoon. I have four little pars- uh, porcelain little statues. Okay. From Copenhagen Porcelain from Denmark. Royal Copenhagen? Okay. Has a number on the bottom. They're Four little babies. I'd have to One s- has a tummy. How about, about, about an inch and a half tall? Pardon? About an inch and a half tall. How tall are they? Oh, how tall are they? They're about four inches tall. They're little babies. Okay. Each, I- one has an earache. The other one has a toothache. One has a tummy ache. And the other guy has an earache. How long have you had them? We had them for about 30 years. A lady gave them to my husband. 
and each one has a number on the bottom. Hmm. And babies are there's so many. We had them appraised somewhere, and the guy told us all four of them are worth a thousand dollars together. How long ago was that? About fifteen years ago. Oh, interesting. Okay, the crawling baby right now is selling for around seventy dollars. Yeah, I'm just saying, I don't know which ones of these are the exact same. Here is another one, the Denmark Crawling Baby with Sock, that it's a little, with a sock, is selling for around $150. Oh, wow. So, it depends on which ones, because they don't pay royalties to babies, they made all sorts of them. And depending on which ones they are, I'd like to see them, and we can either sell them on consignment, or we can buy them outright. That's right, if you're not comfortable with just selling an item, you can always have it placed at the store in Richmond Hill, and you do some sort of commission split, yeah. but they'll get to occupy some floor space or countertop space, and that's some people oh, no, are more online. comfortable. We're online. And oh, and money, online, yes. The more money you make, the more money we make. Enza, thanks for your call. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street in Richmond Hill. Robin in Stoville, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Oh, I'm so excited. How are you <laughs> doing? We are too. Thank you. Uh, um, I have a... Uh, one coin that I was wanting to ask you about, it's a commemorative coin uh, dating 1837 to 1897, uh, celebrating Queen Victoria. There's four uh, heads on the coin. It's a gold-colored. Uh, one's a young chap, and there's two men, and then there's Queen Victoria. Is it a, a gold color? It's a metal, then, I think. Yes. During this um, 60th year of her reign, there was... The English were over the top of producing stuff. Every little town in England, Nottingham, would have a medal come out or something like that. Makes sense. Yeah. And they would have, uh, so it all depends which one, but since it's silver, you say it's gold colored. Yes, it's gold yeah, it's colored. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, it depends if it's a medal or, I don't, it's probably not a coin, it's probably metal. So if I see it, and then we can come up, but they made a lot of them. Some are very Well, and then they, they did repops, too. So and they re, reissued these ones that look gold as early as yeah. 2012. So that's worth not a lot, not but a some lot. of them have gold or silver content in them. So the price ranges really from like uh, $200 to $3,000, yeah, in some cases, yeah. Oh, well, anyway, that was great. I was just curious about it. Okay. But and you really need someone... To have a close look at this yeah. thing, put a loop on and weigh it and, and size it all up and get a real number because you have a, an item here that could be exceptional. Yep. Right. And I, thank you very much. And again, we're almost out of time. And here I got, we got one more call? No. But yeah, we got time for Vera in Toronto really quickly. Vera, welcome to Consignment Heroes. How can Hi. I help you? I just wanted to ask about a couple of George V. 50 cent coins, Newfoundland, 1909 one and 1918 either. Sterling, about $7 each. Okay. Uh, they're sterling and they're bought by silver only value, but a lot of Newfoundland coins are worth money more, but because they went came to Canada in 1949, everyone has their stuff and no one, there was no place to cash it in. And like I say, here we are, out of time again. Yes. Was a and present. I got my whole list of stuff that I was going, I was going to talk about the old Jell-O coins, eh? Well, give it to us. What's an no, old no. Jello? What is it? Well, you know, in Jello, 1960, you had the cars, the planes, the hockey players. Some of the person brought in a hockey coin this week worth a thousand dollars. Wow! And makes I, if people are coming up, you got to call us, and we're only we're here to help. You. The things that come through the door of that store, eh? Pretty I exciting. Uh, the store, by the way, is located at 10,341 Young Street. You can call the store. The number is 905-737-GOLD. This has been another exciting edition of Consignment Heroes. Sebastian Hearn, thank you so much. He takes all your calls and produces the show. Hey, guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Ben. Pleasure. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.